0: The following is a pre-recorded paid program. Any claims made during the program are strictly those of the advertiser. They do not reflect the views and are not guaranteed or warranted by Portland Radio Group or its parent company, Saga Communications Incorporated. This is Closer to Home, Maine's real estate radio with your host and real estate expert, Jeff Matea of the Matea Group at Keller Williams Realty. Whether buying your first home, your next home, or upgrading your present home, everything you need to know is right here, now on News Radio 98.5 FM and AM 560 WGAN.
1: Welcome, everyone, to Closer to Home, Maine's real estate radio. It's Jeff Matea from Keller Williams Realty, the Matea Group, with my co-host, the stunning Harrison Smith (laughs) to my left. Good to be here, Jeff. Likewise, uh, a little under the weather, so I know you're going to ask, what have I been up to? And uh, it's really just recovering from COVID. Yeah, we missed you last week. Yeah, and you can tell my voice is a little, <clears throat> little scratchy here, so I apologize, but uh, we'll make it through. We've got the uh, the iced tea, and uh, we're going to plug away. So welcome. Thanks, everybody, for listening, our uh, loyal listeners out there, and uh, maybe our some of our first-time listeners. So Harrison, what did you do this week?
2: Oh boy, so this weekend was... Uh we had a lot of a lot of things around the house trying to get ready for spring you know it's that time of the year where you got to start to think about you know the the yard and getting all the outside stuff out and the, all the kids toys that come with the backyard so a lot of stuff around the house how about you
1: good yeah no it's uh this was the uh the pool is finally getting put in so nice. they uh they dug for that and uh set the walls and now it's just uh you know waiting for uh the cement secure and whatever next steps to uh to get that pool and the water in
2: and the kids are pretty excited as you can imagine i bet that's awesome so roughly what is the timeline for a pool these days
1: uh well we put in a deposit uh, over a year ago i want to say and uh you kind of wait in line i think there were 17 pools ahead of us however uh, our yard being mostly uh mostly sand uh they came and said well you know this was drier than most other locations so they wanted to get us into the uh, the mix so sorry to those people that we moved ahead of uh, that are listening now but uh, yeah, it's then it's in like another month, maybe four to six weeks to have the actual installation happen. So pool party at the Matea house. Pool party at the Matea house. That's right. That's awesome. right. Um, so yeah, Danny is off on her adventure, uh, Spain, doing yep. her her walk, 500 mile walk. So cool there. Um, and Harrison is now our new co-host. So thanks for uh, filling in. And we'll see you, your bright bright and shiny face, uh, more and more here.
2: <laughs> yeah, I hope that's a good thing. Oh, I, I went. I went from guest to the pilot seat to now uh, riding along as a co-host. So I've made my way around the studio. Yeah, and we've got
1: an exciting show today for everyone. We've got a, a market update, some local news. We have an excellent, well, two excellent guests from yes. Simply Sized Homes. So those folks that are, you know, dealing with cluttered homes, need a downsize, just you know, a lot of space uh, with a lot of things clutter, need help. Uh, these ladies are going to show us how to how to fix that for you. Yeah, great resource. And then we're going to take some listeners' questions specifically uh, with Liz and Kim uh, from Simply Simply Sized Home. Your tip of the week. Uh, I hear that that's going to also be closely in line with that downsizing. Absolutely. Um. So stay tuned for that, as well as some local events. So, you know, Danny relayed exactly what Harrison should deliver for local events. So we're gonna we're gonna stick to you know what's what's out there for everybody to do and. I don't know if we're gonna find the spicy margarita, but maybe you have a different. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm not a spicy margarita guy, but we'll, we'll find out what my thing is here. Soon All, right.
1: All right, well, uh, market trends, let's dive right in uh, from last week. So active listings are actually down uh, year to date uh, still, which I'm sure you're feeling that pain if you're out there looking for homes mm-hmm. currently. Uh, the number of sold are down 17%. However, the average price is up 17%. So you know, long story short, less homes are selling, they're selling for more money, though. And that's Absolutely. pretty interesting is, you know, that out-of-state that we've mentioned before yep. on past episodes is, you know, they're they're flocking to Maine. They love what we have to offer, uh, and they're willing to pay for it.
2: Absolutely. And we talked last week about, you know, absorption and inventory and, you know, the supply shortage we have around the state, and we just continue to feel that even as we move into the spring season.
1: And it's pretty reflective, too, in York County. I mean, it's yep. statewide, essentially. I mean, there's pockets that may have a little bit difference, but on average, it's about the same. Sure. Um, you know, and very similar, which... We think that's going to slow up. Um, so if you're listening and thinking about buying, you need, you should jump in uh, to the game uh, with interest rates rising. And uh, if you're thinking of selling, you should also consider the opportunity right now to you know strike while the iron's hot, while the mar- the market is at its peak. We feel it's you know it could still go up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know with low inventory, we're seeing that rise yet interest rates are going to soften things. We've, you know, 30 year mortgage rate. What did you, what did you see on bankrate.com?
2: Yeah. So we're seeing we're up and up approaching five and a half. We're at five, four, one, according to bank rate. Yeah, isn't that wild that it's, it uh, is, it's that high. We saw, you know, threes. I think we saw some clients, uh, you know, a year and a half, two years ago in the two seven five range. Yeah. I refinanced my own home last August at 2.875. Cause I didn't think I'd ever see that rate again. <laughs> wow. Wow. And I mean, and this keeps creeping
1: up. You, you look, you blink, you know, last week I think it was 5.26. Now yep. we're at 5.41 on average. Of course, don't quote us on that. Mm-hmm. That, you know, those fluctuate, So do call your local lender to uh, to see. And that's also a 30-year fixed mortgage. You know, we do hear folks doing 20, 15. You know, maybe even consider it an adjustable. However, yep. not the wisest sometimes with interest rates rising that you right. want to get into that that arm.
2: Right. And what's amazing too right now is, is it's not just the interest mm-hmm. rates rising. It's in some cases they're changing, you know, by the hour they're up, they're down. I've, I feel like interest rates are almost like gas prices right now. <laughs> if you right. look this morning and look again at the end of the day, it's different. Exactly.
1: Yeah. And you, and you have to be aware of that if you're out there buying that, uh, you know, they could change, they could affect your ability to purchase. So if you're sensitive to the rate, like we've said before, is mm-hmm. just be in touch with your local lender, have them on speed dial, exactly. advise them if you need to lock in the rate, you know, work with them, Take their advice. Um, you're listening to Closer to Home Maine's Real Estate Radio, and news radio, WGAN 98.5 FM, AM 560. So I saw an interesting article, and I'm not sure who to uh, to quote on this one, but uh, it was about foreclosures, um, and specifically foreclosures in mm-hmm. Maine. Um, so you can can you elaborate? I, I I know I shared that with you.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So this was a Maine Biz article, and they they gathered up some some data from um, a national real estate tracking company called Adam A T T O M. Um, And what we're finding is we're actually beginning to see foreclosure activity return. So um, some of us may remember during COVID, there were a lot of programs that were put in place because obviously with the economic impacts and shutdowns that we had, you know, a lot of people went into things like forbearance programs or at least uh, uh, programs where they could delay their payment. So a lot of those programs ended. uh, Many cases last year, some of them were, you know, even tailing into a little bit of this year. Um, But now those programs are ending, we're seeing people come out of those in some cases, Maybe the recovery hasn't happened as well in certain areas or in certain industries. So we're beginning to see foreclosure activity return. Um, and what we saw is um, basically one out of every 1,981 housing units wow. in okay. Maine um, had foreclosure filings in the first quarter of this year. So really, that's 373 properties across the state. It's not a lot of yeah, properties, a ton, right? but it is notable because we've gone from little to no activity to all of a sudden seeing some real activity again.
1: Yeah, and they're tra- I mean, they've are they been tracking this since, you know, foreclosures have been happening to uh, to show that year-over-year change is up 23% right. um, in the last three months of, of 2021 um, and an increase of 81.1% over Q1 of the year before. So that's, you know, it's not great to see where we're, I guess we're 17th in the U.S., but third highest in the Northeast mm-hmm. behind, and they're grouping New Jersey in, in, into New England Northeast and Connecticut um, are the only ones that are higher. I mean, you like you're you're exactly right. Since those moratoriums were lifted, you know, people were kind of hiding behind that or staying in their houses right. and being capable of staying put. But now that that's lifted, you know, we're we're getting exposure to uh, that happening. But we're you know we're still faring pretty well compared to 2008, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, and we mentioned this a little bit last week. You know, th- we're not looking at another 2008 here. Uh, in 2008, you had you had an issue with borrowers that were probably not qualified for loans they got. You had people that didn't have equity because they overpaid for homes and the market was actually not on the rise like it has been here. You had a lot of factors that created 2008 that we just don't see right now. Um, so, you know, again, we get th- we get the question all the time of should I wait? Is you know Should I wait for the market to crash? When's the market going to go down? You know, the indications are the market still doesn't show any signs that it's going down. We certainly do not expect to crash. Uh, and this data, although people might believe that more fore- foreclosure activity means, you know, a-, a slowdown or a crash is coming... At the at the volume we're seeing now, it's still not enough to change the market.
1: Sure, yeah, we don't want to scare people. We just exactly. want to alert them to this. Because um, I'm reading, right, you know, a quote right from this. that says, "quote unquote." But even with a large year over year increase in foreclosure starts and bank repossessions, excuse me, foreclosure activity is still only running at about 57 percent of where it was in Q1 of 2020, the last quarter before the government enacted these protection programs due to the pandemic. So, exactly. you know, it makes sense. I mean, we're not going to see 2008. That's that's for sure. And with folks that may be experiencing foreclosure, they they could actually be in a spot where there's equity. Right? Absolutely. And, what, and what, what do you suggest there? I mean, someone's facing that. Yeah. We have clients that are selling their homes pre-foreclosure. We do. Right. They have equity. They know someone wants to buy their home. Again, we just have to figure out well, where do they go next. Exactly. Um, could they free up some equity to then put a down payment on uh, another property, whether it's a rental, a purchase, I um, and then take it from there. So... You know, if you're if you're thinking about it you can always consult with us you can call into the station too at two 331 5516 or email closer to home at portlandradiogroup.com um, we can answer those questions and keep it confidential too if it's related to foreclosure
2: yeah and we absolutely love to have these conversations to try to help people out. Um, thankfully, we have access to a variety of resources, third parties as well as you know we even have clients that might even buy a for- a, fa- a house facing foreclosure and allow the person in it to continue to rent it and live there. I mean, there's Yeah, that's a good point. There's lots of solutions out there and you know, we look at, you know, inventory's got to come to the market and the nice thing here is that for these people that are potentially facing foreclosure, unlike 2008, they do have a way out. They do have equity. They will be able to get out of their home if they need to. Um and that's going to open up opportunities for buyers that need housing to potentially find something. And and it almost creates like a domino effect like we talk about in the office a lot where Sometimes it takes that one listing coming on the market, which gets somebody to put that under contract. And then they then list their house, which allows somebody else to buy that. And they list their house. And you create this daisy chain or this domino effect of multiple transactions that honestly just come from that one listing finally hitting the market. Sure.
1: And it might make sense to uh, to look into having a guest to speak about foreclosures yes. in that process. Because I know there's ways to save folks from foreclosure. And, Absolutely. You know, kind of stall the process so that the, the bank doesn't take your property back. You might get that notice and freak out. Mm-hmm. That's when you call the experts ourselves exactly. so we can walk you through what are your options because there are the options out there that can help you out. And I know that that's, you know, having dealt with some folks in the past that were in that situation is it's not desperation. There are opportunities, and especially when the market's hot, right? you know, and get long winded. But when equity is available, mm-hmm. there's opportunities to leave with money in your pocket to move to the next Exactly. Property.
2: It really gives you a chance for a fresh start if that's what you need after the last couple of years, which in, in some cases may make a lot of sense for some people to just start fresh and move on and, and start a new chapter.
1: Yeah. And we'll have some information on our website, JeffSellismain.com yep. forward slash closer to home as it relates to foreclosures or what, what to do next, where you're, you know, some opportunities and options. And again, you can call us on the real estate help hotline, 207-331-5516. I know we've got to run to break. When we come back, we will have Liz and Kim from Simply Sized Homes. You're listening to Closer to Home, Maine's Real Estate Radio,
0: News Radio WGN. Welcome back to Closer to Home, Maine's Real Estate Radio, with your host and real estate expert, Jeff Matea, on News Radio 985 FM and AM560 WGAN.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Harrison, I love that entry, the uh, ACDC. Yeah, that's my favorite (laughs) entry. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. Well, we're back, segment two, introducing our lovely guests from Simply Sized Home. Harrison, take it
2: from here. Sure. So we're happy to to welcome uh, Liz Patterson and Kim Dorsky from Simply Sized Home to the show. Welcome. Welcome, ladies.
3: Thank you. Thank you.
2: So great to have you. So why don't we start off real quick with why don't you introduce yourselves um, individually, kind of who you are, and tell us a little bit about what you uh, what you do outside of work, what you're interested in.
4: Okay. Um, I'm Kim Dorsky. I'm Liz's sister, older sister, ah, I'd like to okay. point out. And uh, we started the company about 11 years ago. I actually was um, worked for our family company, so, as did Liz. Um, I was head of product development and uh, managed that department. And uh, translating that over to what we do now, that company was sold. um, And we started Simply Size Home, which is uh, a project itself with um, deadlines and uh, a lot of people, different people involved, um, and goals really of moving people. And generally, we started the company for moving elders. Um, So it's a project. It translates from or my old job, um, project management, into moving people, which is a project, mm-hmm. um, with deadlines. Wow. And yeah.
1: yeah, you do some amazing work. Liz?
3: Yeah, I'm Liz Patterson, um, Kim's younger sister, <laughs> <laughs> and by four years. Um, and I came to Simply Sized Home with Kim. Uh, we started in 2011, teen, uh, no, 2011. And um I went to school to become a teacher and I taught for ten years. Then I had children of my own and decided I just couldn't do both. Um, I worked for the family business for a short time and that was sold. And so um Kim and I decided we wanted to do something that was working with folks directly and kind of helping people. Um, so we um, you know, we thought long and hard about what that business would be um, and uh, we had a friend in Massachusetts that had started a downsizing business and she offered to train us so we wow, just great. Um, kind of jumped off from there and and it's been huge. Yeah. Now yeah. tell
1: us where where is the company located and where do you service and we'll d- dive more into the your roles. It,
4: well technically our office is in Yarmouth we both grew up in Yarmouth Um, But we're always on location. so um, And we service, we basically service all of Maine, but um, out of state as well. Excellent. um, We have done jobs um, in entirety um, in New York and Connecticut, New Hampshire. But many of our jobs, they're perhaps moving to a senior community within Maine or moving in a professional um, that they need help unpacking, resettling their homes. Um, So that happens as well.
1: Now tell us what does downsizing look like for uh, our listeners you know in particular what what are they what does that involve
4: Downsizing um, is f- when someone is moving from a usually a larger footprint home oftentimes of many years uh, 40 50 years of accumulation And they're going to a smaller footprint. It does not need to be a senior community. It can be a smaller condo, uh, even a smaller house with easier living. But it is parting with everything that you have brought into a larger home, um, and deciding that you no longer use it, um, need it because you hardly use it. So, um, and a fraction of the furniture um, you're not able to take because the footprint isn't as large, and so. You're parting with a lot of things, um, and that mm-hmm. is in sure. a nutshell. Downsize. Yeah, we
1: see that a lot in our world. I mean, I, I personally accumulate a lot of stuff. My <laughs> wife would probably call me a hoarder there too. So, mm-hmm. um, but how does that mm-hmm. process work? And how does someone get started to to contact you and you know say I need a downsize or I recognize Mom and Dad
3: mm-hmm.
1: have a lot of stuff and want to need to go somewhere else?
3: Sure. Um, so you, it's. Oftentimes, um, the children who who Makes make sense, the call um, and, you know, that they're concerned that maybe mom and dad need to go to a one-floor living, that they need to start the process of um, downsizing their things before it's at a stage where they might not have a decision. Um, they may, you know, before something happens where, um, you know, they don't have opportunities to make choices and stuff so um we offer free consultations we go and meet with the the homeowner and often the children um go over our services um take a tour of the house and um you know we offer all services involved in in any move so um whether it be you know just cleaning out a part of the house Uh, Maybe they're concerned about the basement or the attic is keeping them up at night, like the dumping ground in the house. Um, We
1: all have one, the basement, the garage, yeah, the attic, yep. Right,
3: right, yeah, we do too. And um, (laughs) so, you know, but oftentimes they see our services, all of our services, like you can pack, you can sell the furniture, you can do everything, you know, and so... um, it, it's a big burden off the shoulders of the children, especially um, who it often ends up being their responsibility right. in the long I can run. Yeah, 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 because yeah. so um, we we can pack up the house, we can um, hire the movers, we can resettle them in their new facility, um, unpack all of their kitchens, take away the boxes, the paper, Make their bed, stock their refrigerator, so that they have wow, a wow. a comfortable and safe first night in their new home. Excellent, excellent. Um, so, yeah, it's it's.
1: You're listening to Closer to Home, Maine's real estate radio news radio, WGN 98.5 FM and AM 560. So you were saying, you know, mostly it's it's older clients, but you do deal with every everyone.
3: Sure. We deal with um, all ages, mostly older clients. Um, but, you know, there are people who are career-oriented. They don't have the time. They have sure. small children. They, they just can't... Um, physically find the time in the day to, to go through all the cupboards and the closets and the basement and attic, and they need that support. So
1: Yeah, and some of these people aren't moving, right? They're, they're nope. just, they've accumulated a lot of stuff and just say, help, I, I, I realize I maybe have a problem or I just have a, a collection or I've just, we've, we've got a lot of stuff from, you know, I c- I've, I've had some clients that have collected or had mom and dad pass and they now have all of their stuff in the mm-hmm. attic, basement, garage, uh, tucked away and they need your services to, to yes. assist. And what does, what does that look like? And how do you, how do you arrange that?
4: We see that a lot. Okay. Yeah. 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 We also, um, it's really important to be proactive. Uh, Liz touched on that. Um, you don't want to have a crisis happen. You know, if people have dumping grounds like attics and basements, if you can be proactive and start chipping away at some of these, the biggest areas That makes people feel more in control that it's this is not an insurmountable chore when they decide to put their house on the market and move. You chip away at it, Um, they don't feel the pressure and anxiety Mm -hmm. of I have a closing in two weeks, we've got to this, and and then they panic. And um, no one likes to feel anxious um, or pressured, and so we always encourage people if you're thinking about this, then. Make the call and start chipping away at it. It allows your your kids, your family members to be more involved, to come and review at Thanksgiving the things that you're thinking of parting with. Um, and it just it, it's a much better uh, position to be in than being proactive as opposed to reactive.
1: Great. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad you mentioned that because we, we like to have that team that helps us alleviate that stress. So if people have already anxiety or mm-hmm. stress related to such a big financial move that they can help have some control over this, too.
2: Yeah, and you've mentioned a, a lot of things here with you know the ability to move, the also the ability to kind of reorganize organize an existing space, but are there certain types of projects you get requests for that you don't do?
4: Um, uh, we, we don't, we're not physically, we're not cleaners. We don't go in and clean a house top to bottom. We are really lucky. We do a huge uh, scope of services. But we rely on resources that we have developed over 11 years, Um, and so we get the job done. For example, hazardous waste. Um, We've dealt with a lot of different types of hazardous waste, including drums of hazardous waste in the backyard, et cetera. Cleaners, we hire them out. We figure out how to get it done.
1: Excellent. Well, it's good to have all those resources. You'll listen to Closer Home Means Real Estate Radio. We have to head to break, but when we're back, we'll answer listeners' questions with Kim and Liz from Simply, Sty- Simply Sized Home.
0: This is Closer to Home, Maine's real estate radio. Whether buying your first home, your next home, or upgrading your present home, everything you need to know is right here with Jeff Matea of the Matea Group at Keller Williams Realty and his weekly guest experts.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We're back with segment three here with Harrison Smith, my co host, and the lovely ladies from Simply Sized
2: Home, Liz and Kim. Welcome back.
3: Thank you. Thank
2: you. Yep. And we've got some great questions today from some uh, from some listeners. And if you have a question, feel free to reach out to us at 207 331 5516. That's also a text friendly number uh, or at closer to home at portlandradiogroup.com.
1: Awesome. Well, let's dive right into those questions. We've got. Uh, Some listeners who have, uh, you know, ahead of of the time uh, have some questions about organizing. And uh, Susan in Falmouth says, well, my mother is going to be moving into assisted living. She's attached to a lot of her things. And how do I make this move easy for her?
3: Yeah. um, I think uh, this is always difficult. Um, And trust is very important. To begin with, Um, you know, and that's part of our first um, meeting with um, a client during consultation is, are we going to work well together? Um, And we want the client to really have trust in us, that we are there to help them, um, that we're not going to assume anything. Um, And whether that be, you know, having her mother talk about you know, the things that are special to her and listening to her, you know, show us pictures and stuff like that. We want them to feel um, like they're being listened to and, um, you know, we we are there to help them and that we're not going to, you know, just sure throw stuff away because we might think it's trash and
1: absolutely yeah and talking before uh we went on the on on air is uh, i could sense your passion for what you do and yeah. you, you got into this for a reason to help others so it, right. it seems like natural that you just you know walk into someone's home and they'd feel comfortable in, a, in their setting right understanding and then you're great listeners too to yeah you know, there's, there's a there's fair, care
4: fair
3: amount of listening and um that's important
4: yeah and i think um it Try, we try really hard to recreate their home mm-hmm. in a smaller footprint. Sure. So we are looking at the way they set things up, the way they put things together, the curio cabinet. We're taking pictures and setting it exactly back up Lovely. the same yeah. way. So I, we're isolating what's important to them and then um, putting it in and setting it back up in a new home. It almost feels like a different wing of their house. Okay. And yeah. when they walk in, they feel that. They instantly feel at home. Um, and that's, you know, I think that we impart that when we're talking with them. And then the final step is they walk in and see it. And um, that's really what's meaningful to us. But I think that when they understand that transition has happened, it makes everything, their anxiety go away, that they've done it.
3: And especially if there's um, memory issues, it's very important for us to recreate um things that they're familiar with whether it be like yeah. the top of their dresser they know where everything is mm-hmm. we're going to be very very careful in setting things up the way they are used to um, so yeah i think that it's just the the time that we spend yeah it sounds um,
1: like you yeah you're in very caring yeah. and careful with how you approach yeah. each each story and uh, situation
2: yeah, I think that familiarity component is really important because that sometimes is the fear of the unknown. And when you can give somebody something that feels comfortable, it, it feels like home right out of the gate. It just makes that transition easier. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we've got another good question here from, uh, from Jimmy from Winthrop who's asking, I'm not moving out of my home, but the setup just doesn't work for me. Is that something you can help me with?
4: Uh, absolutely. It's, it's interesting. We all walk into our own homes and we're used to them. We just walk right straight, you know, point A, point B, (laughs) Mm -hmm. walk past the piles for months and years. When you're new going into any sort of dwelling surrounding, you look at things objectively. Sure. So when we go into a place, things are hitting us right and left. You sit down with them. You start discussing things. You learn what um, they're why they've asked us in and see if we can objectively look at, okay, how can we take this apart and um, rework this so that we eliminate the issues and uh, make it a real fun- a very functional home for them. Um, in the process, you're usually eliminating things, whether it be piles of newspapers or whatever it is, a huge dog bed and the dog's been gone for five years, whatever it is. We're looking at it and uh reworking it for them. It's easier when you're objective sure. and so yes, I yeah, love can do that, that, that
1: perspective, yeah. okay uh next is Bob from Buxton says, "Well, I just don't have the time, and we addressed this earlier is well you know how involved does he have to be in hiring you?
3: yeah, um, so we ask that um after the consultation um that he meet with us so that we're clear on what his objectives are, and what his goals are. Um, we rely on taking photos, and sending um, text messages and stuff. You know, sure. if he's at work and he can quickly shoot back a, a an answer to a text, like, is this important or is this Something you've been looking for. Um, we try to communicate as much as we can um, if they can't be there. Sure. But, um, and on a lot of cases, um, you know, maybe someone has passed away and the family members are in California. So we have to communicate with the family members in California, you know, what is important? Should we, do we need to FaceTime, go through the house? Um so yeah we we rely on our phones a lot. <laughs> Great. Yeah, yeah, communication
1: is key in, in all aspects. Yeah. You're listening to Closer to Home, Maine's Real Estate Radio, News Radio WGN 985 FM and AM 560.
2: Uh, and th- another question we're hearing more and more as we see the collectibles market become a, you know, very vibrant sports cards, all those things. Uh Terry from Dayton asks, "I'm a collector and I have many valuable items. Um I don't like just anybody handling them. You know, how will you protect my items through this process?"
4: Okay. Um, We handle a lot of very valuable things. Um, We are completely insured and bonded, um, as are all of our employees. Um, We are very used to working with valuable items, and whether that translates into hand-carrying them during moves um specialty packing, which we're all we all specialize in packing. Um, so we can protect it any way that they want. We can also do a photo kind of journal of what they have um, and and the conditions of things. So um, again, it comes down to a trust um, factor, um, and I think we're very well in imparting that we're very trustful people um, and that's that's that we hire trustworthy people and we are trustworthy people and we really haven't had an, um, any sort of issue with it. Um, so
2: yeah, trust is so key when you're going to let somebody that deep into your life to really see everything.
4: Absolutely. absolutely.
2: And then our final question is, uh,
1: Tabitha and Wells says, well, how long should I expect this process to take from start to finish from, you know, the consultation to I'm in my new place or you've completely revamped my current property.
3: Yeah, well, it depends on um, how prepared she is. And um, we say right off the bat, you know, we can be very efficient in um, getting things out of the house and packed and and such if... Um, our client is likes to tell stories about everything. <laughs> it could take a little longer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yep. It can take a lot longer. So, yeah. um, you know, we we are mindful of that, but um, and we have a team of about seventeen people. So, if it's wow. a rush, yeah. a rush um, move, then we can get it done. Yeah, Excellent. Well, that's usually. great to
1: hear. All hands on deck to make yeah, that happen. Yeah, absolutely. Great, great. Yep. Well. And now how how do folks contact you before we wrap up here? What are the best ways to contact and communicate with you to hire your services?
4: Either by email. Um, we would encourage folks to look at our website and read testimonials because you can relate to the testimonials, your situation to someone else's that has, has done a testimonial. So that's important. Um, and you can email us Uh, from the website or uh, call us directly at 207-358-0046. We are often with clients so please please leave a message and we will call you back as soon as we are not working with a client one-on-one and we would love to hear from you. Well yeah thank you you so
1: much and I love your website it's very informative that's simplysizedhome.com simplysizedhome.com Well thank you so much um, Ladies, it was it was a pleasure chatting with you. We're going to head to break. You're listening to Closer to Home means Real Estate Radio News Radio
4: WGN.
0: Have a question about real estate or home improvement? Call the 24 hour Closer to Home helpline at 207 331 5516. Now back to Closer to Home, Maine's real estate radio, with your host and real estate expert, Jeff Mattea of the Matea Group at Keller Williams Realty on News Radio 985 FM and AM 560, WGAN.
1: Welcome back, you. Whoa, I almost said what? Welcome back y'all. I don't know. It's like an ass assistant secretary.
0: Yeah. So welcome
1: back everyone. Thank you all for listening. And uh, geez, Yeah, what a great segue. Have the jingle. Hopefully it's stuck in some people's heads. It everybody's. It, it has a good ring to it. I mean, come on. Sell your home the easy way.
2: I, I love it. Yeah. it. It it's so perfect and the, not just in the tone of it too. Like I love I right? just love the
1: sound. Gary Lavox Rascal Flats. So uh yeah, what what an unbelievable uh, start to the show. We'll wrap it up and take you home here. But, uh, you know, Kim and Liz were awesome from Simply Sized Home. And, uh, you know, what a need there is for organizing, decluttering, downsizing.
2: You know, we, we hear about it every day. Absolutely. We, we have clients that are consistently looking for help in this area. Uh, and sometimes it's a move. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes they're moving in and they need some help organizing. Sometimes they've lived there for a long time, need some help making it more livable for them. It's a great service. Really, really valuable uh, and a lot of people out there that I think could benefit from it. A little organization goes a long way. Exactly. Yeah.
1: It probably keeps you out of trouble, uh, especially us hoarders at home. Yeah. Um, you know, the garage, the basements, the attics that, uh, or even if it's just in your regular yeah, living area. We don't talk about the attic. No, no, exactly. So uh, that bodes well, leads well right to our tip of the week is when planning to move or downsize, and we'll have this on our website. Absolutely. com slash closer to home is downsizing, setting up three bins. Keep it sell it, donate it. And so you want to place those items in each bin and then follow through. So, uh, I tend to have a lot in the keep, uh, bin, mm-hmm. uh, the sell bin. Well, you know, we set some stuff aside on the, uh, on the side of the road that tends to uh, walk off pretty quickly. So I know some folks appreciate that, but, uh, don't rule out donating, uh, you know, those gently used items, you know, there's, you know, folks in need and, uh, you know, like Salvation Army, Goodwill uh, obviously can appreciate that. And there's other organizations I know that we deal with, like Furniture Friends um, that, you know, gently used items that uh, a lot of folks moving here uh, could could really appreciate and benefit from, um, you know, rather than just throwing
2: them in a dumpster or, you know, just junking them, right? Yeah, I think the easy solution is to just, if I'm not going to use I'm just going to get rid of it. But really there are a lot of great organizations that um, can take some of the stuff away for you. Uh, and, And in some cases getting rid of, you know, furniture is expensive. You know, if there's a, if there's a group that'll come get it from you, take care of it, repurpose it, that's a nice value add to a lot of people.
1: Well, sure. And then, you know, it could maybe be a a tax write-off or a deduction that, that could assist you too, to, you know, get that receipt if it's a, you know, 501c3 and, and, uh, you know, get the, get the write-off for the donation. Absolutely. Do some good. And so then moving from there to what a great segue is, you know, if you're unsure exactly how to do this, or you're not the person that's like at the time for the keep, sell, donate bin, or just, you know, it's just not your thing is get that objective opinion like Liz and Kim from Simply Sized Home. So another plug for those ladies, simplysizedhome.com. Uh, they do wonderful. You, you heard on the previous segments, you know, what, what great work they do, their experience, I mean, since 2011 right? Uh, doing this. So, you know, they know what they're doing. They see every
2: scenario under the sun. Uh, and so they can be there to help you. Exactly. And I love the fact that they're offering a free consultation. So if you're not sure if you need the service or you're thinking about it or you just want to talk to somebody who knows how this all works, you know, pick up the phone, talk to Kim and Liz, find out, you know, where you might fit in terms of their projects, how they might be able to help, but also they're going to come to you with ideas, experience, and make this process a lot easier for you.
1: Yeah. And they said, you know, it's obviously it's free. So another plug there is, but, uh, you know, take it step by step. They, yep. they talked about going room by room Well, maybe yep. it's only one room right now. Um, but to alleviate that stress is to not make it like, oh, um, you know, in the next two weeks, I've got to get everything figured out. It's well one step at a time. You know, maybe it's just the, the attic maybe it's just the basement. Um, and you again use that consultation to at least understand where you need to get started and they'll help you.
2: Yep. And I know from experience, you know, the, the tough part is you start to get overwhelmed and you start to look at the, the entire project. And when you go piece by piece, it just makes it easier to get started. Yeah. And speaking of those pieces, right, they said, we'll use
1: a floor, a floor plan to lay out the rooms. Yep. So fewer decisions need to be made during the move. It's one step at a time. Well, how am I going to, you know, I've got a living room, at my existing home what's the new one going to look like and, and we see this a lot too as we're measuring for clients mm-hmm. um, or our you know our photographer using you know Matterport or the different 3d tours that we use is they measure the rooms and then we have a footprint um, and I know there's other services that that are out there that do this so that you know okay I'm going from you know 160 square foot uh, dining room to 135 or whatever the mm-hmm. you know the number is just making those up but you know, then you know what you've got to work with. Well, will that table and chair still fit, or do I need to donate that one and I'll get another one? Well, you know, it'll
2: it'll fit better if
1: we get all new furniture.
2: Exactly. And and if you haven't bought a home recently, you know, just watch one episode of any show on HGTV. And the clients looking at houses always say, "Well, I'm not sure if my bedroom set will fit. Will my couch fit? Where does this go?" You know, take that opportunity when you're when you're planning this to really think about. You know, not only will it fit, but how do you want it to lay out so it's most usable to you.
1: And then to stay organized, so it's you know another tip going with that downsizing is just pack the rooms so that making unpacking easy. And I know movers do this. It's, it's, you know, their organization, you know, getting it in, make sure it gets into the truck. So it gets the next place, but also, so it saves time and it's efficient is packing up that living room, dining room, kitchen, labeling that box. So when it gets to the new house, it's not, well, where the heck's such and such. Um, where am I, you know, where's this go? If it's all labeled, it ends up in the same spot, you know, at least the same room, and then you can put it where exactly you want it. But they have a good idea, and they stay organized for you. Yep.
2: And I know I'm guilty of this. I'll just grab whatever's right there. I'll throw it all in one box. The next thing you know, you're moving in, and you're walking the same box all over the house trying to find a home for all those things because you didn't think about maybe – Maybe those kitchen items should all be packed together so that box only has one destination, not five. <laughs>
1: well, and then you have that, you know, the keep, sell, donate. Uh, you might have a box or two that if you packed it yourself and just threw everything into it, well, it probably stays in that basement or oh, yeah. garage and, uh, you know, it's, it's the uh, donate or throw away box uh, a few months or years from now or you just keep carting it to the next house when you buy and sell yeah and uh, you know you should have just let it go before so yeah
2: I was happy to hear Liz and Kim say that many of us are guilty of, of having that little that box or that pile in the corner we just walk by for a long long time my wife says I'm guilty of that so I'm glad I'm not alone
1: oh yeah and then we have that junk drawer and we have of every course. cord under the sun that uh, probably goes yeah. to the you know the Nokia cell phone that they don't even make anymore. Yeah. You're listening to Closer to Home, Maine's Real Estate Radio, News Radio, WGAN 98.5 FM and AM 560. So next, Around Town. Here's uh, Harrison's tips for Around Town this week.
2: Yeah, I'll be your tour guide for the weekend. So uh, interesting stuff going on this weekend. Uh, We've talked about the Southworth Planetarium in the past. They had the show for, I think it was uh, Led Zeppelin or somebody, but... um, yeah. They've actually and Pink Floyd. That's right, Pink that's Floyd, right. too. So they've actually now got a Dinosaurs at Dusk show. And I have to read the description because it it sounds like something I'm going to have to go to immediately. It is a full-dome, computer-animated dinosaur show. <laughs> nice. So a larger-than-life extravaganza with roaring monsters from the ancient age. They're bounding, stomping, flying, hunting, and foraging frenetically above us.
1: Wow. Say foraging frenetically uh, three times I, fast. I don't want to try it again. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, <laughs> that's at the Southworth Planetarium through June see
2: yeah through June yeah it looks like it would be a lot of fun if you mean if you're a dinosaur fan yourself great you got kiddos yeah all ages a lot of fun yeah
1: perfect and then we have uh, opening day at the seashore trolley museum in Kennebunk I I love that place
2: me too and I'm I'm pretty sure I'll be there my uh, my kids love this place Um, if you haven't been to the seashore trolley museum, it is really, truly a museum for trolleys. today is opening day. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, and it's, it's, and then all weekend they're running some specials, but if you've never been there, it really is a museum. They have all forms of transportation. They've got barns with different types of trolleys. They've got buses and they do have trolleys that are actively running on the line. So you can take a ride.
1: And here's a clever promotion. So guests with a main driver's license, get in for $2 and seven cents and all guests 16 and under get in free. So take the kids. And all guests will get a free ticket to enter a door prize raffle for a chance to win prizes donated by the local community. So, I mean, that's clever. The two oh seven. I, I think uh, it's a stick and sixteen and under free. I yeah,
2: mean, very smart. And if if you haven't been following the Seashore C- C- Trolley Museum, they're undergoing a lot of changes this year. They're going to be bringing in the model railroad set. They're building a whole building for model railroads. Um, it's going to be there's going to be a lot of stuff going on there. In the well, and I saw
1: and I saw. Um, I think that was on the news. There was a, a set that was donated to them. Yep. It's going to be in the works. It's it, you know it's going to take a while to set that up, yep. but. Uh, an individual him and his wife had um, built a, a set ages ago yep. that is i think the state of maine just trains from all over and and it's a you know a model railroad obviously but it depicts like going around the state and the area landmarks, so that's going to be really cool to look at.
2: Yeah, it's uh, from what I read, it's the largest model railroad that there is in the state of Maine, and they're actually going to be building a whole building to house this model railroad set, which will be on display. If you've ever been to the mall during Christmas time and you see how many kids flock to the trains <laughs> at exactly. the mall, this is going to be a bigger version of that year-round.
1: Yeah, do you know I sold a house in Gray uh, a few years back that uh, there was a model train in the basement, and it nice. went the almost the entire basement and had to be taken apart. And it was a collector that uh, had done that. And luckily, we we found another gentleman, uh, an individual who took that apart, hand by hand, you know piece by piece, hand by hands to uh, relocate it. I'm not sure where it ended up, but it was uh, it was a pretty cool story and uh, it was pretty clever how it had all the lights and the controls and you know taking you around uh, different areas
2: that meant a lot to that that owner. Yeah, my, my son loves. My uncle has a uh, has a whole model railroad. set. he has hundreds of trains. He's got a multi tiered track. It has the The engines give off smoke, different scented smoke. They got they make noise. He's got signals, lights. It's it's amazing. But that is when you look at the model railroading world, that is an absolute thing of passion. <laughs> and but but kids love it. Kids kid my my son and my daughter will stand at the mall for hours and watch those trains at Christmas time. Unreal. That's great. That's great.
1: So uh, yeah, and then finally uh, we have the Sea Dogs. Uh, have a home stand starting next Tuesday. Well, this coming Tuesday yeah. through Sunday. Um, and then the, that weekend would be mother's day. So a reminder to get mom and, uh, you know, show some love to mom. But if you, uh, also take part in road races, they do a mother's day 5k. The sea dogs run an excellent, uh, event there where you, uh, you know, you do a loop around, I think down Congress back around Brighton and you come back in around like center fields. Yep. Um, and then, uh, along the third baseline and you, you basically run behind home plate to finish up. And, uh, it's an excellent event for the family and kids. I know tons of folks that, uh.
2: You know, enter it and partake in it every year. It's got to be going on maybe 15, 20 years now. Yeah, it's a great event. Great 5K. Um, and and for anybody that is a baseball fan or even just looking for something to do in Portland, the Sea Dogs games are a lot of fun to go to. Very friendly for family, for yeah, kids. great atmosphere. You know, great atmosphere. Good ball team. You know, yeah. good good baseball team. Very yeah, here there was a
1: there was a brawl last week. There and, was quite uh, the brawl. You know, if it's warm enough, you know the Sea Dog biscuits are uh, excellent oh, yeah. as well. The the uh, the vanilla ice cream between two chocolate chip cookies is a uh, fan favorite. So oh, that's you can't go to a game and not get at least one. Exactly. So, uh, what, a, what an excellent show. Some great around town uh, tip of the week was, was great downsizing. Be sure to connect with Liz and Kim at Simply Sized Home, their website, simplysizedhome.com. And again, if you have questions for us at all um, while we're on the air or for future episodes, uh, give us a call at 207-331-5516. You can also text that. So, um, you know, you can text us at all hours. It's twenty four hour hotline uh, or email us at closer to home at portlandradiogroup.com.
2: And to see any any of the things we've talked about, check out uh, jeffsalesmaincom slash closer to home.
1: And then you know that jingle that was that was pretty excellent to, uh, to lead jingle. in this. I you know I don't know if we have it available to uh, to finish with, but uh, that would be excellent. Great to way to that.
4: close it out. And call them today.
1: Thank you so much for listening. Have a great weekend.